Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for... Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is Monday, January 15th, Martin Luther King Jr., the doctor, celebrating the holiday. Great day. Let's get right into it, Ray. We'll work our way backwards. Great weekend of football. We got the AFC and NFC championship set. The divisional round went down with the miracle in Minnesota. I had the Vikings. I know you had the Saints. How shocked were you? Did you think it was over? And could you believe that he did not make that tackle as Diggs went into the end zone? So I was shocked. I was totally shocked, just like Case Keenum. I think Case and I had the same reaction, like, what? <laughs> so, so many things about that play. But more importantly, the back and forth in the fourth quarter. I mean, Breeze was, yeah. Breeze was close to perfect. Keenum was great. They went back and forth. Even though both defenses up until the last, what, five, six minutes really dominated the game and played, played exceptionally well, those offenses. And you know why? That's why you pay those quarterbacks the big bucks because ultimately it's the single most important position in football, you know, this is maybe all the sports, but credit to the Vikings. They got a little lucky. Think about your boy, Stefan Diggs. What's going through his mind? Yo, he catches the ball. He catches <laughs> the ball and he's thinking to myself, I got to go out of bounds. And then he says, wait a minute. I just got, you know, the, 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 the back safety, the deepest man on the field just whiffed on me. No, it's a quick assessment that's brilliant, and it's almost you have to give him such kudos to also keep his feet in bounds, stop moment. I mean, there was a lot that went on. It wasn't just like some, you know, whatever. And you give him a lot of credit, but give Case Keenum a lot of credit because he played to the last second. You know what I mean? He, he made the right throw. He threw it up so his guy could get it. And, you know, the kid, listen, they had three great rookies this year, their corner, their offensive lineman, and their safety, and the running back. So they had four good rookies. Saints had one of the best drafts. And this kid from Utah, Marcus Williams and Lattimore, are a big part of their future for the secondary. Give a little bit of credit for the Vikings. You know, Murray got the touchdown, being able to run. Um, Case Keenum, man, he is legit. And we'll get to the other games, but nobody would have ever expected the final four quarterbacks would be Brady and then three guys who could easily be backups in Foles, Keenum, and Blake Bortles. It, it's it's, not only it's a backups, miracle. But and, not only ahead, backups, what? but maybe not even not only backups, but maybe not even on that same team. These three quarterbacks, and one of them obviously is going to go to the Super Bowl, is yeah. not going to maybe two, but but probably just one. Um, we'll be on different teams potentially be on their same right? team next year. It's it's fascinating, and that's the NFL. But it also tells you that it is a 53-man roster. As good as you have the excellent quarterback in Brady, you know the other three teams 
their teams. It's, they're not just relying on a quarterback. Give the Vikings win a credit, huge win. They go to Philadelphia, but let's go to the Sunday early game, Ray. I just got a vent for a minute. 45-42, the Jacksonville Jaguars took care of my Pittsburgh Steelers, and it was ridiculous. Okay, here we go. Number one, the refs jerked us on a two, two horrible calls. But let's talk about Mike Tomlin. You do not make the decision for an onside kick with 218 left and two timeouts. That is absurd when they don't have a great explosive offense. You kick it down and let your defense, they're going to hand it off three times. They're not going to put it in Bartle's hands. You would get the ball back with a minute and change left, maybe a minute 07, minute 10, minute 11. Who knows? That's number one. Number two, two fourth down plays or third and fourth down plays, no quarterback sneak. Todd Haley, an offensive coordinator, he, I, I'm ready for him to go. The incident in the bar, I don't know, whatever. I think Haley's going to be gone. Keith Butler, you can't give up 38 points to Blake Bortles and the Jaguars when they already beat you 30-9 to last time. It makes no sense. You just feed the box, stop Leonard Fournette for once, and make him beat you. But you surely don't just let these receivers just run all over. I, I don't understand it. I'm, I'm, I'm more than furious and upset. If you said Big Ben was going to have five touchdowns, almost 500 yards passing, um, Brown, you know, got bisms, some of those catches. Let me tell you something. Antonio Brown is the MVP of this league because he still led the league by over 100 yards and change in receiving, and he missed two and a half games. This guy, not 100%, got busy yesterday with two touchdowns, 130-plus yards, seven receptions. Those catches, Ray, insane. Uh, Listen, we'll be back next year, but I I think we might have to move both coordinators. And I'm not so in love with Tomlin and and team discipline, but I'm surely not going to get rid of Mike Tomlin. Tell me, as an outside observer, what you think. And also, kudos to Jacksonville, because guess what? They beat us, Ray. They played ball, and the Patriots got a lot on their hands. This defense is special because they rush four, and their linebackers and secondary have speed and length. Your turn. All right. Take a deep breath. Take a deep <laughs> breath. So I'll keep it real simple. They were the better team. Start to finish, they were the better team. They took the lead. They ran the ball. They made the plays. Think about even your scoring plays, you scored on 50-50 balls. It's not like schematically, you know, you managed to get Antonio Brown open. Antonio Brown was covered. He was just the better player. Um, on, the, on the other touchdown, Martavis Bryant on fourth and 11, but Ben just throws it up there. And thankfully, Martavis Bryant. I don't like our play calling. I just the, don't. The, the two, those two balls, and then you had three. So three of your touchdowns were basically on Ben is just going to throw it up there, and his guy makes a play. That, to me, doesn't mean that you outplayed them, doesn't mean you outschemed them, doesn't mean you outcoached them, doesn't mean you out anything them. Just you happen to have the guy who went and got it. So other than that, they were the better team. They played better. They brought a balanced attack. And like you said, when you can rush four, you're special. The Giants won two Super Bowls on rushing mm-hmm. four. And this dude, Eli Manning, who happens to have two playoff runs in him and is going to go to the Hall of Fame. And don't because think Belichick and Brady are not a little concerned playing this Jaguar defense. Because they realize what those, they got dogs over there. 
That is a real deal. So sure they are, and not only that, but if Matt Patricia's got his mind on Detroit and, and he's McDaniels a little off the or Titans, and McDaniels new job opening Colts, today. So there might be a little wiggle room there. There might be a little wiggle room, but I think that institutionally they remember what the Giants did to them. They remember what the Ravens did to them. We'll talk later in the week on Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. about the Let's NFC talk about NFC Saturday, too. though, because what the Patriots did on Saturday was quiet the noise of the ESPN article and Tennessee's physical. Brady just lit him up for three-plus. Deion Lewis showed that he's, you know, still got something. And Danny Amendola, who been ridiculed, never healthy. Give him credit. Eleven catches, a hundred and you know twenty something yards. I listen. It was just domination. Um, Corey Davis and Mariota had that one play that looked nice, and that was really nice. But thirty-five, fourteen. It could have been worse. I'll say this, and I still thought this going into the season after week one. The Chiefs would miss Eric Berry. Obviously, the Steelers were Shazier, but I think you might see it next Sunday. The Patriots at some point, whether it's Jaguars, Eagles, or Vikings defense, they are going to miss Julian Edelman. He's one of the most underrated players in the NFL. I truly believe that. I I don't see them winning at all without him. I I think they're going to miss him. I'll say one thing. At least to their credit, not to their credit, but they're lucky in this respect. Look, Jackson will put up 45. I still don't really know how. But they're not (laughs) going up against juggernaut offense. Right, they're not going up against Atlanta. They're not going up That's against true. New Orleans. They're, right, so so to some degree, they should probably win Easier. if they score twenty six or more, something like that. Yeah. Right. So not in that fair. respect, they don't have to get That's into a, a forty point. point shootout against any of these teams. You would think. So let's give some Eagles the love. Cowboy Killer said we got to give his team some love, and he, he, he you know, he's like. The Dirty Birds took, you know, took a whooping from Fly Eagles Fly. 15-10, listen, Nick Foles, he did what he had to do. And I, I got to say I'm proud of him. He gives you over 240 yards passing. You know, the Eagles defense is special. Um, listen, Matt Ryan has got to get criticism. The anomaly was last year with the MVP season. He is not Breeze, Brady, Manning. You know, he's not that – extra upper echelon. I don't think he's better than Carson Wentz right now. I think that the Sarkeesian thing, maybe it'll work out next year, but there was something wrong with this team all year, and they weren't going to fix it just with one win over the Rams. So kudos to them. They, 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 they went there. They tried to play well, but that second half shut out. And, Ray, the Eagles defense, and, and, and Jay Jai, who I thought would do a little something, he ripped up during the season, they did enough and they got it done. And it's not going to be easy for the Vikings just going in there because now Nick Foles has a little bit of confidence and that crowd and that defense is legit. So Eagles get credit. And I think the Vikings, the Vikings aren't going to run away from anybody. And at the same token, Atlanta, they need, you know what they need? They need a dog. They need somebody that's tougher than everybody else on that team. They just need a guy that's now Julio Jones is physically tough, right? But they need a guy that's just, that's just like raw. I'm, I'm, I'm tough. I'm tough. I'm going out there, you know, with my shirt off, Ryan Shazier style. They just, you feel like they're an indoor team. They're a team that just 
doesn't have that. There's so much talent oozing from them in you know, the offensive skill position, but they don't have that tough guy. Who's the tough guy on that team? Julio's the tough guy, but he's a receiver. And maybe that's the yeah, problem. You, the tough guy's at receiver. Yeah, you need a lineman, a linebacker. You need somebody that's like, going to slap their own teammates in the mouth and get them to toughen up and win some of these close games. That's ridiculous. They, they're going to look back at, at themselves and say, this was our so, chance. Gosh. No, you're totally right. So we have the matchups. Next Sunday, the early game at three, a little after three, is the AFC. Obviously, it's the Jaguars going to the Patriots. And then in the afternoon, evening, going up against the SAG Awards. <laughs> You know, people forget that some guys are Cro-Magnum and half-artists like your boy. But anyway, that's okay. And then you have the Eagles, the number one seed, hosting the number two seed, the Minnesota Vikings. And it's just going to be fun. You hope that the games are not duds. Um, you hope that they're, you know, set up. And we are getting the yeah. report. The and Giants, we'll talk about it on Friday. Yes, and the Giants are expected to hire Pat Shermer as their head coach from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, so that's coming across ESPN and Real GM. So let's just before we get to the NBA, Martin Luther King, real quick. Do you like the Giants going with Pat Shermer? And then what do you think the Titans will do? Because they fired Mike Malarkey today, or they agreed to go their separate ways. You know, I don't know. Mike Malarkey is an offensive lineman. Uh, do they go defense? Because these teams are tempting to go on the I other know, side of the ball. For Mariota, I think. I yeah, think gonna or bring in a guru back. like a Tom Moore. Type of thing, you know, bring in a quarterback guru. But I do think I think they're going to make a play for Josh McDaniels, Ray, before the Colts get him. I do. Maybe. Well, what about your Giants, boy Jim Bob Sherman. Cooter? Jim Bob Cooter. Anybody named Jim Bob can coach some football. You know that. Uh, <laughs> you like Sherman with the know. Giants? Feels weird. No, I don't, I don't like it. So I, I nah, he'll be there a season or two. Uh, I don't think he's one of those franchise the builders. is losing its um, something. It's losing its, you know, it's not majestic anymore. It's losing its, its magic. Yeah, like they shouldn't have never hired Ben uh, McAdoo. He was the wrong hire. And we both said that at the time. I don't, I don't like this either, right? So, look, today's a special day with Martin Luther King and just all that's going on in our world. And, you know, you think of all the different speeches and stuff, but for us, it's also a special day because Ray and Tay used to be at the garden for a lot of the MLK day games with the Knicks. And, you know, we saw some legendary ones. Obviously we've had Trent Tucker on the show and we talked about the 0.3 seconds. The Knicks are beating the Nets, not in the garden, but in Brooklyn, 52, 42. But I think, you know, you've got the, the Atlanta Hawks are hosting the Spurs, obviously the Lakers, Memphis on TNT, and then the big matchup tonight, um, Warriors going to the Cavs. And then the final game, CP3 returns to the Clippers. You think that's a big deal with him going to the Clippers? Um, do you think the Cavs, Isaiah Thomas, Curry, everybody's playing? Will that be, you know, a big deal? What do you feel about this, this game, the games, the NBA, and um, – just the well, I day. like this early game. The Bucks and the Wizards are in a, are in a, a tight one, 93-91 right now. Wizards are leading. Um, you know, obviously the Warriors and the Cavs are, is the marquee game. But you know what? This game doesn't even matter because Isaiah Thomas is not at full stride. So, so yeah. let me see these teams in June. So I'm almost not even interested. I mean, obviously I'll watch it. Rockets, Clippers, I like to see that. Chris Paul, you know, Chris Paul's bounced around. You think of him as a Clipper, but he's been around to several teams. So uh, it's always nice to, 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 
you know, come back to your home, your ex. He was there six years, right? Better, yeah, but to come back with a better team, that's always nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? The Rockets are on fire. Again, wait till the playoffs and want to see if that team can execute and get up and down and shoot <clears throat> those threes and defend when it comes to the playoffs. But I like these matchups. The one thing I will say, though, this year, more than others in the past, I don't remember this many games. It I mean, it looks like they, there's they would keep it anywhere from 11 games. Five. It the, seems like it's know, a lot more. So, yeah, yeah, so, you know, it used to be four or five marquee games, but it's 11 games. I mean, some of them are good and some of them are just okay. Our Knicks, though, it looks like we're falling out of the playoffs, but it looks like we might beat, uh, might beat the Nets, though. At least we'll uh, put one yeah. in. And I think what's interesting, though, on the, the players' credit, the NBA players, they've done so much for communities and, 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 you know, communities and police and organizations. They were talking about it today that they've just done so much with mentoring ever since the, t- the day at the ESPY Awards in, what was it, 2016, July, or, yeah, July 13th or whatever, um, at the ESPYs when Melo, Wade, CP3, and LeBron got up on that stage. And, um, you know, I got to say, you know, th- we put a lot of pressure on these athletes, but the NBA athletes, they – We've got some really good human beings in the league right now, so we got to kind of give them some credit too, because they definitely do a lot for communities and, and just for the world, you know, just for humanity. So, kudos on that on a on a special day where we honor a, a special special man. So, Ray, Friday we'll be back. Ah, oh, was a fun. Enjoy, weekend. enjoy the day, enjoy the week. We'll catch you on Friday. We are out. Peace.